Welcome to A Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we are fortunate enough to be speaking to Andrew from Three Hills Brewery. He's going to tell us about their story and the journey they've been going through to open up a new location on the Bermondsey Beer Mile during these COVID times. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Yo! And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us! Right, so today we have got the lovely Andrew from Three Hills with us. Welcome to Women's Brew the Podcast. Thank you for coming to talk to us. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, it's exciting. It's the first. It's the first time we've. You're asked- our, yeah. You're our first so, guest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we've, we've got special now. Yeah, yeah good. No, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, I see you've got a beer open. What have you got? And we'll I think we're going to crack ours as well. So I've got a Hadron from our Legacy range, which is pretty much a, like our core range. Okay. Um, so it's a pale with Citra and Mosaic. Um, not like super hazy or anything. It's kind of like a, a good session beer. Um, yeah, like... Oh. Sorry, Siri went crazy. I think when I when every time I say session, Siri comes up. Oh, don't worry. Cool. Every time we talk about yeah. and when we do our outro bit, we'll be like, "Oh yeah, on your we used to your smart yeah we used to say so say now the, we have to say the smart speaker right <laughs> yeah they start talking and we're like Shh, we're busy. Yeah. Do you want me to do that again? Or... No, it's fine. We can edit. No, we can yes, edit. We'll it. Right. We'll leave it in. We'll just uh, leave yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah. So one, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Citroen mosaic, moderate bitterness, uh, yeah, marisotta malt uh, with some carrot pills. Um, yeah, it's just a nicely balanced 4.8% fridge filler, uh, nice. basically. Sessionable. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we've both got, we've got your Forbidden Fruit Yuzu sour. I'm super excited about this one. I love a bit of Yuzu. Yeah, it's um, a great uh, citrus fruit. Um, we've had a few, we tried a few beers with it in. And uh, when I was in Asia, I, I uh, drank quite a lot of it in various yeah. soft drinks and stuff. Um, so we wanted to make a, a beer with it for, for quite a while. And um, we did two at the same time. Oh, so brilliant. Forbidden Fruit is a quick mixed firm um, with, it's got a special yeast strain in it that produces lactic acid. Um, Ooh. And when, oh. when, it, when it reaches your desired sourness you then add another yeast strain which ferments out the rest of the sugar um so that was one of them and the other one was a long mixed firm so we kept it in the tank for six months fermented it with kvaik lactobacillus loads of different strains of brett and then um yeah we conditioned it in the in the bottle for two months um and that will be released uh in february we plan to release them, release them at the same time, but um, yeah, it, it just took a little bit longer in, yeah. in the bottle than we anticipated. So Yeah, it's unpredictable, as I keep yeah. telling Tori when we talk about these things. I was like, you can't, sometimes you've got to leave it a bit longer. Yeah, yeah. that's it, especially when it's cold. So uh, yeah, yeah, the weather changed as we were conditioning it. Oh no. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a, a story. Um, so we, so we, we had a pallet of uh, champagne style 375 mil bottles coming. They got lost on the pallet network. Oh, and no. in that week that it took to get a replacement pallet, uh, the weather changed completely. And um, yeah, just uh, oh, no. 
meant that we had to house the beer for a little bit longer. Um, Blimey. So yeah, but it's ready now and it's Yay. tasting great. Even nicer <laughs> yeah. than the, the Yeezy. Well, so there's, more, there's more love put into it then. Yeah. Uh, you've had to like care for it and nurture it just a bit longer. So it makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah. It's got its own dedicated room in the warehouse with wow. like, uh, a heater on it at 20 degrees. <laughs> uh, we had it at 30 degrees for a little bit as well. So it was like super nice. Uh, go in there and hide from the cold every so often oh that's brilliant yeah. i feel like i would just sit in there like, i like yeah. a warm space so I just, this is where i'd be like moving a desk in there this is where i work now <laughs> yeah. looking out for that one um and then we've both we've both got a different one of the um i keep saying it wrong b p a v k's i've got the hazelnut praline which um uh, craft beer pinup kindly sent to me because she had an extra thank you dear <laughs> Yeah, and I've got the fudge brownie, so I'm really excited. And and speaking of the new beers that are coming out, I really want the s'mores one. So I'm holding ordering, and then when the s'mores one drops, that's going to be like another order straight out. I want that so bad. Love good s'mores. So it, I checked, and I was like, I don't see it yet. I don't see it yet. <laughs> I think it's on there now. We might have it there. Yeah. Ooh. So that one, cherry bakewell and uh, pomerol barrel aged uh, BPABK, which was probably our best one that we've done so far. Uh, yeah just like loads of wine vanilla and uh still like the body of the bpavk sometimes it thins out a little bit in the barrel but um yeah that one was particularly particularly good but fudge brownie and hazelnut also uh, they all sound amazing they all sound like so good <laughs> you just need to put out a pack that's like all of them like that's what <laughs> just get all yeah. and then yeah oh amazing it's absolutely amazing we should definitely do that i'm i'm gonna have to do that <laughs> I've poured mine already, Joe. I was I was keen. All right. Um, so I should do mine. Uh, do you want to do us, uh, Andrew, your elevator pitch for who Three Heels are and who you are, in case people don't know? Yeah, for anybody that somehow doesn't yeah. doesn't know still, um, <laughs> tell us about. Well, we're it. pretty. Yeah, we're pretty small. We're so we're a small batch brewery. Um, we have a HQ in Northamptonshire. Um, we started in my family home garage, uh, and we put a little canning machine in there. And uh, we've been going for about four years now. Um, we do all different kinds of styles, pale stouts, um, big dippers, imperial uh, stouts, barrel stuff, um, as I just mentioned. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we're now a team of four. Um, head brewer, Steve. Uh, we've got a lead brewer in our new site in Bermondsey. Um, and then we have a guy on dispatch and uh, uh, a, another assistant brewer as well. Um, yeah, we just uh, we like making new beers all the time. Uh, super experimental, using all kinds of different ingredients, whatever we can get that's high quality. I I didn't want to cut you off, so I was holding it in. But this is really gorgeous. It's lovely. <laughs> I was like, I took a sip, and I was like, this is so nice. And then I was like, but I have to let him keep talking. I was like, I cannot <laughs> him off just to tell him that is really nice. But this is really nice. <laughs> I really, I, really like this. I didn't know how many floors we were going up in the elevator, so I just kept it, kept it going. Uh, but uh, maybe we should have done a more concise one. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah. No, that is, that is <laughs> that's perfect. That is absolutely, I'm gonna, I feel like I'm going to use that from now on. Next time so it's this elevator pitch, be like, how many floors are we going up? We two, four, what's going on? Um, yeah, no, check this first. Is, that's the way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is absolutely gorgeous. Um, with the two different sides, I've got a question. The two different sides, you, so you brew out of both of those sites then? Yeah, yeah. So we've got um, 
a three barrel brew house in the garage that we can brew twice a day on. And then we have a six barrel brewery in the, uh, in the Bermondsey site. Um, so we took over that site from Affinity Bruco and before that Partizan were in there. Um, so it came with the, uh, the, the brew house and, and about four fermenters and we've since added a few more. Um, so yeah, we, we can brew a, we can brew a fair bit of beer out of, out of the both sites combined. Um, the fact that you said you're a four man team and you can brew that much. That is like, I think that's five now we're five five. you're five now but for that two sites five people and that much brewing that is that's impressive so well well done (laughs) thanks yeah when we were doing just the garage um we were brewing sometimes seven days a week uh up to three times a day so mashing in at like uh five six and then uh we'd we'd finish about six but do little shifts and stuff so it wasn't um wasn't too bad but we yeah it, it was pretty hardcore. It's a bit nicer now we've got both sites because, uh, yeah, we can brew some of the harder beers in Bermondsey um, and then bring them back to the garage to be canned. Um, so, yeah, BPAVK being one of those beers because it's uh, that one. We used to have to boil the warts for like five hours uh, to get to get the right starting gravity to make yeah. a 10% beer. Uh, but now we can do it um, in a much bigger volume in, in Bermondsey. Um, so it's taking a bit of pressure off. Uh, and added some pressures in some other ways, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I think that kind of leads us quite nicely onto. So you've opened the outpost uh, in the Bermondsey Beer Mile in London, um, and you did that during COVID. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, an interesting, uh, it's been interesting, um, total chaos for a little period. Um, but yeah, so after the first lockdown, um, we did pretty well because we just kept on supplying uh, our normal trade customers. And because other breweries were closed, um, they were buying more from us. So we did pretty well out of the first lockdown. Um, and yes, yeah, then summer came and we were super full of energy, excited uh, and thought, yeah, let's go for the uh, the second site. Um, and then we did the first brew on August the 18th, uh, four years to the day that we did the first brew in the garage. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so it was a nice little anniversary kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but then shortly after that, obviously the the second lockdown and the third lockdown. Um, so we we yeah, have hoped to <laughs> we'd hope to uh, we'd hope to open as a tap room. Um, but yeah, that's all been all been delayed. But it has caused us or forced us to be creative. So we're starting a little pizza uh, project. Um, so Johnny Lead Brewer has been making uh, pizza for for ages. So we've got a little pizza oven, and um, yeah, we're gonna start doing some delivery stuff. And when the tap room does finally open, um, we'll we'll have pizzas and uh, and twenty taps. So uh, wow, yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I mean, the, the beer mile was already. So I did the beer mile back in Augustish time, I think it was. Um, I mean, it was still very different it was an interesting time to try to do it because obviously you can have less people in and um I mean you could have up to six different people go but it was definitely probably not the full authentic experience uh but I think coming back after everything that we've gone all the you know three lockdowns and a bit um that's going to be a really impressive place to go back to and just to in a great location so that sounds great are you going to make pizza dough using beer we might give it a shot yeah uh we are hoping to do like a sourdough uh pizza base um 
my sister-in-law uh makes sourdough she worked for a good sourdough bakery so hoping to like get a bit of her knowledge uh (laughs) and yeah but maybe with some of the mixed firm yeast we can we can do something cool um but yeah it's going to be good when uh when it reopens uh it was even in in the summer uh it was still pretty pretty busy um so yeah looking forward to uh to being able to open but in the meantime what we've been doing is just uh brewing the beers there and putting it in a tank in the back of the van and then driving all the way back to Northamptonshire and then canning it through our uh, canning machine that we upgraded during uh, um, the, yeah, the first, uh, the first lockdown, we put that order in as well. Yeah. So um, not only did we get a new site, we got a whole new canning machine, which uh, <laughs> took a little bit of, a little bit of getting used to yeah. um, dialing in and stuff. Um, yeah. So, but it's really good now. Um, yeah, it's a super good machine, really low levels of DO, and it's made our beers even better than they than they were before. And that wouldn't have been possible actually without the uh, the, the COVID situation. The government uh, bounce back loan, we we got one of those, and that uh, went towards the machine. Um, so a small kind of positive. Yeah, that, that's uh, really we did positive. invest in that. Um, yeah, which has made our quality better. And uh, hopefully uh, keeps us on the right trajectory. Yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah. So much at the minute because, you know, we, we often talk about how it's so important right now that we support our independent brewers and, and bottle shops because everybody's struggling. So that's really good that the, the government bounce back loan has been so positive for you guys. That's really good to hear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, without that, we 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 wouldn't have been able to uh, to do a lot of the stuff that we've we've, we've done. So, um, I think we 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 were on the on the cusp of expanding for it for a little while, and then um, yeah, just these uh, just made 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 sense. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's definitely challenging now. Uh, we've got a lot more beer to sell, um, but we've yeah. got some really good distributors that we work with. Um, yeah, the whole European thing is. Uh, not helped uh yeah how's that how's that going for you Uh, it's completely pretty much dried up for the time being um yeah so uh were you doing a lot of regular exporting you know into your i I don't know like volume wise were you doing a lot into europe and now that's obviously been a big problem or was it was it smaller amounts that now have just stopped i don't know volume wise what what it was yeah it was probably about 40 percent of what we were doing was going to europe um yeah uh last year and then uh but the the online shop we've launched the online shop now so that's kind of like uh definitely helped the direct sales uh and that's that's allowed us actually to be a bit more competitive with our trade prices um so we dropped our trade prices so that we can taken that bit from the direct sales and yeah hopefully we can uh yeah sell a little bit more uh in the uk we've also had some really interesting uh inquiries recently from like thailand oh. uh, kazakhstan uh, oh. <laughs> russia all, and, and and china as well so wow. uh, yeah but my question though with russia do they <laughs> like the the stout and go yeah they're like what is this what, like, what right. what's that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah what does this say can you translate <laughs> i don't to <laughs> <laughs> yeah so actually we meant to spell black in cyrillic yeah. on the front of it but uh, we we misspelled it in cyrillic and it and it and it reads bpavk which is why we came up with the acronym um baltic provenance and vagabond uh not vagabond that's Brewdog. Uh, uh, <laughs> and village no- knowledge that's what we came up with um yeah uh there's also actually a three hills in uh russia 
Oh, so, really? Uh, oh. Yeah, we were kind of like waiting for some kind of trademark uh, dispute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they just kind of randomly got in contact. And uh, yeah, we'll, I think they like the strong stuff. So we'll, we'll see if we can get some over there. Yeah. You could do like a collaboration. It'd be six hills. You could do a six hills collaboration. <laughs> yeah, three times three. Yeah, <laughs> three times three hills. Three cubed. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like three cubed. That would be a good one, I think. Um, I guess what, when you guys were opening up the outpost, like, what was the most difficult part? Like, were you able to travel there regularly to oversee things, or I mean, were there any big issues? with the actual opening itself of it or was that more or less less all right um so it's about a one hour and 40 minute drive from uh, from where we are in northamptonshire um so yeah it's a fair bit of driving going up and down um but we've just been doing the social distancing and uh you know making sure we're following all the rules um not really interacting with anyone um when we're down there uh so yeah it's been all right travel wise uh yeah it's just it's just really we we we'd hope to get the tap room open but you know it has given us more time to think on other aspects of what we're doing so uh, dialing in the brew house and uh yeah it it's all gonna fall into place um yeah i think maybe if we'd had to open if we if we could have opened the tap room we would have rushed it a little bit you know um so at least now we can we're, we're just focusing on um on the beers and uh by the time may comes around if it's going to be may yeah uh, fingers crossed <laughs> fingers please. crossed. please uh, we're all yeah, getting we, bored at home please <laughs> yeah yeah we should be fully ready um yeah one of the big problems has been um we we ordered a load of uh tanks from china uh and they take about a month to make and they're all ready but the uh price of freight is like quintupled oh. uh since we since uh they've been produced so um yeah they're now stuck in china uh, until after chinese new year but again it it should all fall into place uh we'll we'll have them by may so uh when everybody comes down for hopefully comes down for um the soft opening we'll we'll have some nice shiny tanks well that's it you can have a christening of the tanks when they get there yeah it'll be time appropriate (laughs) yeah uh like the 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 site has um a mezzanine that pretty much covers the whole footprint um so we haven't really got very much height apart from but we've we've got a little bit so we've created these four meter long tanks that are like one meter wide so they kind of look like torpedoes Um, so we've got two two of these torpedo tanks and uh yeah some other conical ones um yeah that sounds like it's gonna be really cool to see though just the space especially like in in london in general you don't tend to get you know the multi layers or anything like that there so that sounds like already it's going to be a an interesting space really yeah we've got a fair bit of space on the mezzanine like uh we've got two pianos up there oh wow we've got a, a converted piano uh with seven taps uh in it and uh some old like antique chess boards and uh yeah it's like lots of plants and stuff uh should be a cool little spot to come and hang out on the weekends and uh we're going to be open thursdays to sundays we're thinking um yeah so you have really, someone, really cool. are you going to have someone playing the piano the one that isn't a tap we're hoping well, yeah, that would yeah, have been yeah. double good if you did taps and someone could play the tap piano that would have been like two for one <laughs> at the same time yeah and yeah, going like this. yeah. 
yeah one of them's like really out of tune uh there's what there's 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 one that plays plays okay uh but yeah like uh we uh well basically i just uh thought yeah uh it would be cool to have a couple of pianos yeah. why not why not why not right? why yeah not? Why if, not? if you can why don't you <laughs> yeah it's nice get people listening um, to piano music rather than fiddling on their phones <laughs> right um I underestimated how heavy pianos are, ah, though. Uh, yes. So uh, originally we thought we'd put nine up there because there's a lot Ooh. of space. But but after like lifting three pianos up the stairs, uh, that that was enough. Um, did you do like? Did you do the movement of the piano? Yeah. So four of us uh, lifted these pianos up these uh, these pretty steep stairs. Um, yeah, that was uh, definitely felt pretty sore the next day. Yeah, that is impressive. <laughs> I would have been like one step. Oh, it's not gonna. Ha- it's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we should just leave it here. This is a really good spot for it. Yeah, we got we got two of them up there, and then a very kind dude from the road uh, brought his forklift along and got the third ah, one up there. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, like you, you could have you could have come two pianos ago. Mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all like dripping in sweat. Like, yeah, yeah. You didn't need the gym that week. No, no. Oh, I'm really excited about. I'm excited about the pizza that you. <laughs> talking about i'm still thinking about the pizza so that like, i love the whole like beer and food pairing situation and i love pizza so like the idea that you're now not only honing your craft of beer you're also honing a craft of like really good pizza that's gonna be an absolute treat as well like i'm just I- i'm fixated on the food aspect of it <laughs> so that sounds exciting and yeah the pianos with the taps that sounds like just really unique like you don't see that kind of thing often so that's a really unique uh thing to have I think so well done for the creativity (laughs) thanks yeah uh so we've got the seven taps upstairs and then a cold room at the back with uh another seven taps and then another six taps so we're planning on having like um a load of guest beers uh some natural wines um probably some like some weird soft drinks as well um but we yeah. like a weird a, soft drink. Weird yeah. soft drink. <laughs> yeah. You know, some, sometimes sometimes you need a little uh, palate cleanser. Yeah. Um, so, it's yeah. good as well because it will also appeal to people that maybe if they're going out with friends and the friends don't really drink that much, um, it's a bit of an interesting offering to say, oh, we can go here because it's got beer that I like, it's got pizza that guy likes, and it's got soft drinks that this guy might like. So it's um, that's a good strategy, I think, for sure. Covering a lot of bases, the piano yeah. players, the chess the players, pianos, the, yeah. the, the, the... Oddly specific niche groups. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Old school chess players will definitely want to go there for sure. Yeah, I hadn't even seen that the Netflix Queen's Gambit thing, but oh uh, yeah, apparently yeah, it's, it's, it's chess is it's big now. All the rage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You could have a Queen's Gambit party or something like that. <laughs> There's your opening party theme there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah to be fair i watched queen's gambit and she plays piano she, she knows how to play piano as well so there you go you've got two in one you definitely nailed it you can get each market <laughs> we're, we're on trend yeah yes definitely with the, with the netflix mm. trend setting actually because you probably did it before that was popular so well done you're a trendsetter <laughs> thanks oh. <laughs> right this is oh. taking a, brand, a random turn onto <laughs> pianos and uh <laughs> Chess. Welcome, Welcome to, to the podcast. podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, yeah. back on. I'm gonna I'm gonna crack open um Are you gonna open the next one? Oh yeah, because uh, 
that was lovely for anybody this is delicious. that wants like i would say for people that aren't even into sours or they don't think they like sours it's a really good entry level sour that is also really well done for people that already know they like sours yeah it's just it really covers all bases in my opinion so yeah it's a good one yeah we didn't go too sour with the um with the forbidden fruit easy uh so like you say it's uh, it's a nice like accessible one that lots of people can uh can try um but the 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 sister one the spirit of nature uh that's a little bit more complex and yeah got a few more bits going on that's got and, my name on it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's got my name on it all 100%. over it <laughs> this Ooh, is delicious it's nice. so it's so clean and refreshing i really love it Excited. This is this is really nice as well. I'm gonna just go out there. This is also really, really nice. I feel like that's not the most technical description that I could give it. It's it's got <laughs> a lot of um I'm getting a lot of like nuttiness in it as well. Um it's like chocolate and some nuttiness, and I really like that. Um it's just it's really the lingering taste that sits there is really good. Um because there's a lot of there's a lot of stouts that you sort of get and it will say it's chocolate and it will be like bittersweet cacao chocolate. And this one isn't like a bittersweet chocolate, which is really quite nice because um, I, I don't, I like bittersweet chocolate, but sometimes I find that the bitterness can kind of overpower the chocolate. And this has like a really nice amount of chocolate in it. So I am it's my, appealing to my sweet tooth right now. Yeah, it's a nice balance. Uh, we've got like a milk chocolatey kind of uh, vibe going on. And then, um, yeah. Like you say, it can be a little bit astringent when you use a lot of chocolate malt, but uh, this one's got a nice smoothness to it. And uh, yeah, we just used some loads of caramel as well. Um, oh, yeah. I, I did get that, like um, the caramelized sort of notes to it. It's um, it is good. How's, how's yours, it's, uh, So I've got the hazelnut praline. It's a touch smoky and I love it. Um, it's like, it's so complex. And those flavours, they're in the aroma, they're in the flavour. Like sometimes you get, with some beers, you get the aroma and you're like, oh, so good. And then you, you drink it and you're like, oh, it's not quite followed through. Like this completely follows through. You've done an amazing job with this. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you nailed that. Yeah. Description <laughs> of when it smells nice. Yeah. And then you take yeah. a sip and you go, oh, that doesn't fully live up to the, the aroma. Oh, so bright, but it doesn't live well up to the smell. <laughs> Yeah. No, this yeah. is it's all in there. It's lovely. That was the first uh Imperial Stout we brewed at the at the outpost. Um ah. so yeah, dialing dialing it in a little bit. Um yeah, uh, the smokiness. I kind of think that goes nice with the nuts and the, yeah, and, the and the chocolate adds another dimension. Um yeah. We've got a few barrels aging down there as well, which will, which Ooh. I think it might have been a, the 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 same batch. We put some into the barrels. Um nice. So, yeah, that should be watching good. Watching out for that then. Yes, yeah. definitely. So we thought it would be fun to see how well you know your own beer. So we <laughs> read you some descriptions and see if you can name what beer they are. Because <laughs> we thought that's going to be fun just to see how well you know your own stuff. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, are these ones you've written or ones I've written? No, it's, I've taken it off untapped. So it's just, okay. Oh, okay, right. Can. Yep. <laughs> They're all nice ones or... <laughs> I, I don't know I've not had all of them so we'll, we'll have to see which which ones are I don't know you can tell us that I'm assuming yeah. they're all nice because right. they're nice <laughs> right cool. Joe, do you want to pick the first one to read yeah let me grab let's do this one over here so 
this IPA is dry hopped with mosaic and citra for extra juicy flavour and aroma. Uh, and did we mention it's gluten free? Little white dove. Think, um, <laughs> well, well done. done. We need like a ding, ding, ding sound. <laughs> yeah, effect. So yeah. Like, I'll get a sound yeah. effect and add it on. That, oh, the gluten-free bit too. gave it away. So. Oh, did it? I nearly didn't yeah. say that bit. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, I, 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 I thought I was we'll thinking... do it easy. We'll start off easy. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it was Hadrian to begin with, because uh, we do use yeah. that citra mosaic combo quite a lot. Um, but yeah, our gluten-free range is all inspired by birds. Uh, so we have one gluten-free lager, low-flying pigeon, and then uh, little white dove, the gluten-free um, pale, and then one sweet swallow sings, which is a like cherry uh, saison. Um, and they're all like lower ABVs as well, about three point eight percent. So yeah. Why'd you pick the birds for that out of curiosity? Was mm. something the birds. Like, it felt so, right? Yeah, or? It felt right. Yeah, I was just sitting in the garden, and there was a low flying pigeon. And uh, yeah, we were like, <laughs> oh, that's a pretty good name for a uh, for a beer. And then uh, yeah, just kind of a lot of the the names start like that. We think of one good idea, and then uh, uh, or one random idea, and then go with it. Uh, so I think I've got a list about of about twenty different random bird names. So if we have nice. want <laughs> if we want to expand the uh, the uh, gluten free range, we've got plenty. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. Got the avian the avian series. <laughs> yeah, and then we work with a really good uh, design agency in um, in London, Studio Creme, and uh, he kind of like the artwork is like a a blurred out uh, dove, um, and they like they all have the blurred out bird um so yeah pretty pretty cool that's fun yeah the, the the forbidden fruit artwork for anybody that's watching the video it's i really i quite like how the artwork on this one's been done because it's very it's got the fruit on it it's got a usually sort of slice in half what i really like about it, it's very clean and very modern and i quite i like how clean and modern it looks because i think a lot of times you either have really really plain labels or you have labels that really try to sort of out do itself in in really like big bold colors and stuff which which can be really nice what i really like about this is it gets the point of what you're going to drink across and it's very clean lines very appealing so well done to whoever designed james, james like that. <laughs> actually actually we um that one we came up with like super quick it was uh so the spirit of nature we um commissioned a really nice artist to draw trees of the fruits that we use so the yuzu one's a yuzu tree and we've got uh eight other uh, trees that we're going to release so then yeah we thought what's because they're like a pair and this one's the more modern uh kind of take on the mixed firm style Thought what would be cool uh and yeah just a just a picture of the fruit uh i think it works quite nicely with the two together as well the nice like more traditional style uh and the and the modern uh fruit yeah yeah i think it, it shows what you're going to drink as well like it's a very clean lots of yuzu drink and then like i feel that that's what that picture is telling me and we were having a conversation recently about how sometimes like there's breweries we haven't necessarily drunk a lot of because when we look at the label it doesn't inspire us to what we're going to drink and like that's what you're drinking is this the this very clean just yuzu like that's what you're going to get and i i saw that and was like i want to drink that <laughs> perfect good right are you, are you ready for a second are you ready for a second description round two i'm ready round two go. right okay spicy rye german specialty malts and english based malts and 
complete uh, combined to provide a solid malt backbone, balancing herbal, willamette, and sub subtly fruity, spicy Ella. Sorry, somebody who wrote the description on Untapped copied a line twice. <laughs> <laughs> Completely, I was like, that's not right. Anyways. <laughs> So I think that one is uh, Sekhmet. Is that correct? Yeah. Well ding, ding, ding. That's two out of two. Yeah. So that's part of our legacy range as well. Like uh, the, they were the first beers that we we brewed. Um, Hadron, the pale, uh, and Sekhmet, the rye amber. And I've then we east. also have Anglian. Yeah, that one, Anglian was uh, beer of the week in the Daily Star this week. Oh, well. Uh, pretty, uh, Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, thanks very much. Yeah, <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> uh, yeah but it's uh it's that one's a, a nice black ipa um oh yeah i think black ipas are sort of really coming on trend again i think they were on trend and then that they makes me happy pay for a bit and now they've come back and like every time i see one come out now i'm like yeah have to have that or like a black you know there's a black sour got that one i was like need to have some of that in my life so yeah it's a uh, I want to try that one now. <laughs> yeah, it used to be my favourite style, the the black IPA. Uh, and yeah, you, you didn't see a lot of them for quite some time, but now they they do seem to be making a comeback. I just realised that that says porter on the can. Uh, so uh, <laughs> technically a porter. Uh, we kind of blurring the lines between black IPA style. That's and fine. Porter. Like, <laughs> yeah, these little boxes uh, we put yeah, all these beers right? into. We're they experimental. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um we did call it a dark ale for a little bit uh anglian dark ale um yeah it's the only beer that we brew uh using we don't put any minerals uh into the water so it's completely anglian water um so we got really good water for our black ipa style um yeah so yeah it's uh it's a it's a nice one five percent uh recommend it and the and the sekhmet and the hadron uh have to correct those after this after yeah recording i'm just gonna go because they've been sitting in the fridge ready to go so uh i'm ready for it but um do you want to do joe do you want to do we've got two more for you do you want to do that yep. okay let me look at where we want to do this so hopped bio hopped and dry hopped with mosaic bbc cryo mosaic and citra bbc Ooh. so that could be either in pursuit or of juice and i need to remember which edition it is because we do like eight different ones and we've done <laughs> two years what were the hops cryo citra uh mosaic it was mosaic bbc cryo mosaic and citra bbc Ooh. see we're getting more difficult huh? oh yeah, yeah this, this, is, this is really difficult uh i'm gonna get this wrong but i'm gonna say number five ah <gasps> oh, so close in pursuit number one in pursuit number one i should remember that one. one the first one we ever did <laughs> yeah uh it's we've we've done um that series our flagship haze series twice now um so we're just on number seven um and then number eight is the last one Mm -hmm. and then we think we're just going to make it a yearly release like re like redesign the the label and uh choose the best bits of all eight and combine them and then um go from there oh that'd be fun Uh, yeah Yeah, that'd be fun for sure that's interesting so one that we have to just keep checking back on so that is going to be good. Uh, and then the last one, which is going to lead us to the next bit as well, but I'm not going to, that's giving you a hint. <laughs> a, a marshmallow chocolate and biscuit explosion of flavour against a rich, sweet and imperial stout base. And it is vegan. That's got to be the marshmallow s'more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's the, yeah, our latest release. In case yeah. the last one was too difficult for you, we threw, <laughs> we threw in an easy one. So three out yeah. of four, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Is that fast? Do I you pass? Were so yeah, you were so close. Yeah. You were so yeah. close on that other one as well. So that's impressive, especially because it's all just like mostly ingredients. So well yeah. done. I like that you made it a little bit difficult for me. That's, a, that's yeah. it. We need to keep you on your toes. We can't just let you yeah. have it just because you're the guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I thought this would be really, it leads us into the next bit, which I thought would be a bit fun, which I don't know if anyone's done this. Basically, I found you guys were watching Craft Beer, bin, craft beer Pinups live video. And I remember you uh, talking about the BPAVK and you've had to come up obviously with your own acronym for it because it turned out to be as, as you said earlier um so I thought that we could pitch you some ideas for acronyms and then Joanne's got some ideas for flavors to pitch you so we've got some good pitches to give you do you want to hear the pitches that we've come up with? I, I would love to hear the pitches I'm excited <laughs> I think I think I think I came up with the with the acronyms Joanne came up with the flavors right First one, I've got four for you. First one is big personality and very killer. And then in brackets, you can put taste because it's very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a big personality big. and it's a very killer taste. So that's that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Then I've got um, best practices are very key. And then in brackets, in making beer. Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I've got, um, I've got, be prepared and voraciously keg, but obviously kegging's probably not a great preparation. So you probably don't want that one right now, <laughs> but there wasn't anything for bottles that started with K. So once the pandemic's over and we can go back out again, that's one to consider, I think. <laughs> and then the last oh. one I've got for you is born professional, born professionals and virtually killing. And then in, the, and then in brackets, the game. Those are my nice. <laughs> Born professionals are virtually killing the game. I like that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a, I'm definitely not going into marketing anytime soon, but I've got those pitches. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joanne, you had some flavours you wanted to pitch. Yeah, so I picked, I came up with two. Um, I would like uh, like a raspberry and dark chocolate Ooh. one, please. <laughs> Um, we, we, it's on the list now perfect um yeah. and i wanted a smoked one but this one is like the hazelnut parlay is nice and smoky yeah um, we do like to use a bit of smoked malt yeah. every now and then so we could definitely bit more smoked uh, malt please that would be lovely yeah <laughs> yeah how smoky perfect. should we go like peated and Ooh. and smoke and yeah like, maybe uh, let's combine the two yeah. yeah we've done a couple of like rauk beers are you into yeah. the, like the, the oh, yeah 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 let's go down so that se- road Sekhmet. <laughs> like that. Let's go down that road. Yes. 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 You want to go down Very that good. road? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go down there. So Sekhmet, uh, yep. the rye IPA that that's been through like a load of different recipe changes, and yeah. uh, we used to put like uh, beetroot powder in there to make it Ooh. more red, and then also like beech smoke malt. Um, but that probably was our worst selling beer. Um, but it tasted mm. great. It's just a yeah. real hard sell. Like there's yeah. not there's not loads of people out there that are into like uh, Rauk beers, but um yeah uh, i'll buy them i'll just well, i was gonna say it's because joanne didn't them know me. about it we're making <laughs> right. it happen we're making it yeah. happen now <laughs> yeah maybe we should, we, we should bring it back the beetroots uh rauk uh yeah. segment we were gonna do it a... no i haven't actually uh have i been to bamberg 
Yeah, I like that you've got. Wait, I have to think. (laughs) I think I went to a a a market there. I did. So I used to work on cruise ships. So I've been to random places, um, and we. I think we did pop to a um, a Christmas market there for like half a day. So I didn't get to go to any breweries, but. Oh, the the yes. best, the two, the best smoked breweries. Yeah, I'm sure you know yeah. the, the Schenkler and the yeah. Special. Yeah. yeah, and they do like uh, a bock, a uh, smoked bock um, at some point in the year. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just off off Ooh. the scale. Uh, all smoked beer. beer fans head to head to Bamberg. Yeah, uh, yeah. And like it's a travel destination now, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. although we can't even go anywhere so no we can't go anywhere i know we keep talking about places that we want to go to yeah we keep going like okay. oh yeah when this is all over when yeah going we can dream oh, that'll be another place to go on the list yeah it keeps us going yeah yeah it's it's good having like a beer as a hobby because everywhere you go there's always breweries to visit and literally uh, yeah, new yes. styles to try and like friends to make it's good yeah 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 that's just, we i've gone to um to tokyo japan as a whole twice we're supposed to go a third time but obviously pandemic couldn't happen and then omnipolo opened up uh, a location tokyo i was like well now if i go back well now i can i can just fight like oh i've got to go to omnipolo tap room in tokyo that'll be quite good <laughs> and i'm thinking where else can i justify travel to what other tap rooms yeah. <laughs> you gotta plan your holidays around breweries and tap rooms like that's how it's done that is actually right. how i plan my holidays yeah. <laughs> yeah. food and beer what's yeah. the closest food options that I really want and what's the best beer options that I really want that's how my holidays yeah Japan sounds like a good choice they've got a Mikula there as well I think and uh yeah they've got some really amazing craft plates I think that they are sort of it feels like and this is coming from my perspective as I've born and raised in the US I feel like UK is sort of a slightly behind but really catching up quickly to the US in terms of craft beer and then sort of the more towards Asia you go like Asia or Japan anyways is further behind than the UK is but they've rapidly picked up speed so like the last time I was there um was a year after I'd been the first time and even from the first time to the second time there were so many new craft places that had opened up and it's all just like Mm. incredibly crafted well done stuff and yeah I really recommend Japan for craft beer surprisingly because they're obviously not known for craft beer but there's a lot of really good spots there so definitely yeah. worth just to go yeah there's uh, so many good ingredients that, that you can use in in asia as well like, yeah uh, yuzu <laughs> yuzu being one of them yeah uh, we've got we've got pomelo planned as well um the like asian grapefruit like uh so that's going to be a forbidden fruit and uh, and a spirit of nature so that, looking forward to that one as well Nice. Um, that's nice. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. And um, Sichuan peppercorn. We're gonna we're gonna do a Sichuan peppercorn triple, mala triple, and uh, oh. a Chinese red date brown ale. Ooh, um, that sounds, that like sounds so unique. And it's yeah. that it's like it's unique, but it sounds so nice. It's stuff that I think I'd I'd hunt down because I'd be like, well, now I'm really interested to know what this is going to taste like because no one else is doing that. Yeah, there's uh yeah, there's just so much you can do with the asian cuisine and uh one of our best beers i think was thai pa uh with lemongrass ginger kaffir lime uh nice like 5.2 percent pale so you might have to bring that back at some point yeah um yeah yes definitely and i think for when it comes to summertime we can all go back out again my suggestion to the flavors of bpavk can you do an ice cream one an ice cream yeah so all of our beers are 100 percent vegan uh so we could maybe try and do like some kind of oat milk vegan ice one. cream 
vegan ice cream yeah, <laughs> yeah. like just 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 ice <laughs> yeah just ice yeah <laughs> what other flavors have you got sorry yeah so we've got chocolate raspberry that was um, the two <laughs> oh, right, that okay. was the two <laughs> cool. cool and a vegan ice cream um, a vegan ice cream yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then, and then yeah if you can do a pumpkin spice which you'll never oh do, no one in this country wants to do pumpkin i was surprised spice, you, you hadn't said it actually spice. yeah we we oh, are like a pumpkin pump- we're massive I never say it. Fans. I yeah. never say it yeah. because I get shunned yeah. by everyone that I say it to, and that's why I can only say it to you, Joanne. Yeah, I'm not a pumpkin spice. I can only say it to you because you yeah. won't shun me from the community. <laughs> I won't shun you either. I think uh, it's <laughs> it's difficult to get the balance right though yeah. because you can so easily overspice it, and then it just tastes like totally weird. Yeah, um, yeah. I uh, still drink it. Like, yeah. <laughs> We still like it. Yeah, yeah, but that, I, I mean that is a style that's yeah doesn't seem to get very much love. Should get more love. We'll we'll, we'll do one for Halloween this year. Hey, yeah, yes, yeah. and we will one hundred percent buy it. We will one hundred percent We did an episode on seasonal US versus UK, and we got all the pumpkin spices we could. We were so surprised on how many people did pumpkin spice this year. We were like, this is incredible. No one's ever done this like in the previous years. You've maybe got like one or two. And uh, so, yeah, we'll do it again this year, see how many come out. And if you guys do one, we'll definitely get it. Because every time we see a pumpkin spice or a pumpkin beer, we're like, yeah, get that. We'll try that. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Yeah, it'd be good to see how it uh, pairs up against the um, the American counterparts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We always find that if you think you've added too much cinnamon, just add a bit more cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> right. We found yeah. out if you think there's enough cinnamon, just go a little just bit more. A little more bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm experimented with a bit of cinnamon before and 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 clove. I made like a Christmas oh, yeah, pudding, clove. like uh, thing, and gorgeous. it was it was pretty nice. But you couldn't drink very much of it. it just, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, too much spice. Um, but I think we could we'll, we'll work on we'll work on uh, the right level and uh, yeah. Maybe you can help us out. We'll, uh, yes. Some... Yeah, we will. T- we'll take test batches <laughs> and but do that's the thing is, <laughs> yeah. jo- Joanne Joanne brews. Her, she does home brewing, and she oh, awesome. She yeah. home brewed a pumpkin spice beer for us. She did a pumpkin double, and she did a pumpkin spice beer for us. So, like, I can just come in and be the American taste buds, <laughs> help with the brewing, and that will be like an exciting day. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a good collab. We should. Uh, yeah, you could teach us how to do the pumpkin. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah yeah done <laughs> so yeah signed off in the diary um, so i guess that's that's kind of everything we have is there any final thoughts or any plugs you guys you want to do on your side andrew um yeah just uh well just plug in the tap room really when it, when it can be open and uh yeah we've got our online shop um up and running uh it's uh, the second month now uh, we're releasing stuff pretty much every week uh, so we've got some cool beers coming out next week. Um, a lockdown lager, a lockdown IPA, a lockdown pale. Nice. Um, yeah, so uh, real like good, good solid beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Buy some good solid, solid beers from the website yeah. www.3hillsbrewing.com forward slash beers. Uh, we'll put the <laughs> link in the show notes for everyone. Yeah, we'll put the link yeah. in there. <laughs> and and consider that like the smallest one you're saying is out. Consider that in order. <laughs> order for that that's exciting and i want to try these other sours that you that you've got going on so yeah that, so yeah well we'll keep you posted when they're when they're ready uh brilliant yeah brilliant 
Well, we won't take up any more of your time. We appreciate you coming on. That was really appreciated. Yeah, thank you very much. No, thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I was, uh, I was a bit all over the place. But uh, no, no. Yeah. No, don't worry, that's what our podcast that's is about. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, but I didn't realise you were home brewer. We, like, uh, yeah. what are you brewing at the moment? Oh, so um, did you hear that Oscar? Oscar Be prepared Blues, for this. <laughs> yeah, this is this is her fault. So, did you hear that Oscar Blues has done a mustard beer? No, I didn't. Right, so Oscar Blues did this um, collaboration with French's mustard, and they created this. It's mustard not as beer. bad as it sounds. <laughs> sounds and, pretty wild. <laughs> right, so and this one was just like, oh my god, I want to try it, and she couldn't find it anywhere, so she hasn't been able to try it. But Pellicle Meg- magazine picked it up and created a homebrew recipe for it. So I was just like, do you want me to brew this for you? <laughs> so uh, last week I brewed it and it's um, it was just Maris Otter and, and wheat and then Galena hops. So it's just kind of a standard wheat beer base with a lemon and lime hop in it. Um, and then today I had to add a mustard syrup <laughs> um, and then it's got passion fruit, lemon, lime and tangerine juice in it and then the peel is in like dry hopping in it as we speak <laughs> and do you get the mustard coming through or so, so the, i think the thing is it's not supposed to be because mu- yeah. i feel like I have to justify why i wanted her to make this <laughs> right and everyone's like that sounds disgusting and i was like whoa, whoa, whoa if you read the description of it that they put out it's not meant to taste like mustard it's meant to take on the the spices of the mustard and pair really well with barbecue food and I love barbecue food so I was like guys if you read the label it's not going to taste like mustard I promise you but no one believes me <laughs> you're gonna see how it comes out so it's like because it's supposed to be like a fruity wheat beer with this kind of mustard spice heat in the background and I, I think when I see that yeah, yeah. like so, that kind of go I can see how it, it pairs together and I think when Oscar Blues did it they put like mustard seeds in it um so we'll we'll see how this turns out the mustard did not smell it did not look pleasant when i was in there today i was like so you go for like straight up trenches yep yeah <laughs> and then, then <laughs> dilute that in water and then bring it, boiled it to sanitize it and then cooled it and chucked it in mm. that sat sat in my living room <laughs> I was just when she magic. volunteered it i didn't even she was like do you want to see i mean it might she volunteered like, it i was like well, if you're going to offer, yeah. We're going to see how it turns out. <laughs> My kit only makes like six to nine pints and there's quite, with the with the mustard and stuff in it, I think there's going to be quite a bit at the bottom. So I reckon I might get six to seven pints out of it. So if it's a total That's... disaster, it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> no, but it takes the same amount of time to brew that. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, same amount, same amount of time <laughs> yeah. as making a big one. Like it still took me four hours last week to brew it and then another like hour and a bit today putting the bits in it. So same amount of it cleaning as well. very interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm excited I'm, I'm, to try it. <laughs> yeah. We do you have an Instagram as well where you post yeah. the homebrew stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's on so it's on my love it's on Love Beer Learning. Um and I put it on a, a woman's brewer as well. Those are my two my two accounts. So cool. I'll yeah, so yeah, if you go it. to my if you go to Love Beer Learning, how me adding all the extra ingredients is in my stories today. So <laughs> yeah, me there cleaning, yeah. cleaning peel because you don't want the beer on it. I just, <laughs> you just always impress me every time. So I've got the kit. So I've got kit to brew because a friend realised they weren't very good at doing it, didn't want to do it. They tried brewing a cider and they gave up. So they were like, 
you've talked about wanting to brew. Do you want a kit? I was like, yeah, okay. But I still haven't done it because I'm so nervous about trying it without like having someone there to show me what I'm doing. I guess so, like talking uh, through it. I just like yeah. live vicariously through Joanne because I'm like, <laughs> I, I like, oh my God, if I try to do it on my own, I'll just be, I'll absolutely cock it up. I can't do that. So I just. It's just two big pots and a sieve. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's you, can't, you can't cock it up too. <laughs> no. Like, like no. Uh, you might, yeah. Yeah, and you got Everyone you kind of have to like, shit, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, you have to kind of cock it up a couple of times just yeah. to like, uh, you know, know what the good stuff is, right? Like, yeah. or how to do. It. Yeah, my first fermentation was like uh, this, like apple wine. Like my yeah. brother bought me a kit, and I did this like apple wine, and it smelt like feet and tasted like petrol. <laughs> and, uh, and then I think I just whacked like uh, a whole bottle of cognac in it and some raisins and then we just served it at Christmas and yeah, it was uh, it did, did the job cooled it yeah. down to like zero degrees and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I said, all you got to do is then. just figure out where uh, your pivot is yeah. <laughs> just go, how yeah. do we pivot this didn't work okay if we do this with it that'll save it that's fine <laughs> honestly a lot of it is blending like yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, just, we just do a lot of blending um, all never of mine have been drinkable away. like they've all been drinkable no the pumpkin just was not really good yeah, you like my pumpkin one I really liked both the pumpkin one both of yeah. them did. So I started, I've only ever done um, hot, all grain. Like I didn't start with like um, extract or anything. And actually I had to go, people kept talking about it on when I was looking up recipes and things. And I was like, what's malt extract? Because <laughs> I used it, the kit that I had was all grain. So I was just like, but you ma- like you put your grain in and mash it. What, what's this extract stuff? <laughs> and so, you know, worked all of that out. And then I, yeah, at one point I was just like, yeah, I'm going to give making my own recipes a go i did do um a cherry stout but i mistakenly used a barley wine recipe and it came out at 15.6 percent <laughs> yeah. nice. i was like this is a lot of malt when i was trying to sparge with my little sieve <laughs> it's a little bit messy need a crane to pick that up right yeah i was just yeah. like that's a lot this is a lot of malt I, oh, oh i see what i did yeah. there but it's not, like I've, i had to leave it for 18 months it's tasting pretty good now <laughs> oh awesome that sounds amazing yeah, yeah. that's the thing like age and yeah. time like that really does like solve loads of problems if yeah. you've got space um yeah so if we sometimes if we make something we're not totally happy with we just bang it in a barrel and forget about leave it, it for a bit yeah wait, oops, yeah, wait yeah. For, leave yeah, it a yeah. bit it'll be fine yeah <laughs> yeah normally it's not too bad yeah <laughs> but, um yeah Honestly, if you guys were fun, pumpkin spice i'd be so happy that would make yeah. my life is <laughs> a little bit obsessed i love it it's <laughs> only because it's so difficult to get over here because it's a dirty word so it's like yeah. when somebody makes it even when it doesn't taste like pumpkin spice, I'm like, I'm happy. Someone tried. It's still good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should brew it like totally out of season. Like, uh, yeah. You know, like, yeah, just take people of... by surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not when all the other ones are out there because you're competing with all them then. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we just put ours in like, uh, yeah, peak summer. Like uh, double, <laughs> double pumpkins. Pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Aren't you excited for next season? <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> and then they can age it as well. They don't have to yeah. age it straight away. It's yeah. just like we're preparing you two months in advance for. Uh, That's it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's been no worries. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. It's, it's uh, a lot of good conversation, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Some there. random, so yeah, some random stuff. We do. We totally uh, go off on. We're really random. That's, that's well, yeah. our fault. I was going to say, I, I, apo- I apologise because that's what we do. As we start, we think of one that starts being. Yeah. And... Yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah, I hope. Uh, I think. Yeah, yeah. 
thank you. Yeah, thank you. So there you have it. That was our first ever interview with someone that isn't me and Tori. <laughs> we actually there's actual people listening and wanting to talk to us. It was very exciting. Uh, big thank you to Andrew from Three yes. Hills. Uh, that was a lovely discussion. We had a really lovely time, and the beers that we tried were absolutely delicious. Great day. We will be buying more, and we suggest that you all buy more as well. The link to their shop is in the show notes. Go buy some now. And get the hat because it's a very good quality hat and it's very warm and it literally absolutely love it. Barely taking it off my head. Um, It was so warm. I've only just taken it off now. So get some beers, get some merch. Question about the hat. Does it stay on your hair well? Because as a lady with long hair, I find that they slide up. No, it's lady friendly. Lady friendly, lady approved. Tick, tick, tick. I if, shall be purchasing. If you're watching the video, <laughs> the inside, it's like... It's nice and stretchy. But on here, it's like a fabric. Nice. Fleecy material. Grip. Yeah, it's a fleecy material before it gets to the knitted part. I so need to get one of those. It grips quite well. And then, and really, you can wear it two different ways. So you've got... I had it on the this side, which was like the... The logo. Um, and on this side, it says Three Hills Brewery on it. So, yeah. And I like the pom-pom. I've wanted a pom-pom hat. So it's, it's, it's black uh, with white embroidery and a big fat pom-pom on the and top. And a big not fat watching the video. pom-pom. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And I, I regret nothing like this. <laughs> I wear it all the time. No regrets. Um, so when you're going anyways to pick up some of these amazing beers that we just spoke to Andrew about, get merch as well. Because, like, you want to be decked out, don't you? I need a t-shirt to add to my t-shirt game. Uh, yeah, you need a t-shirt. Yeah, for sure. Because what else are you going to do on Beer Shirt Friday? Right. <laughs> Wear a Three Hills Brewing Beer t-shirt. That's what I'm going to do. Yep. <laughs> right. On that note, Tori, if people want to, um, if other breweries or other people want to come and talk to us on the podcast, where can they get hold of you and tell you? Uh, so they can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. And I think I'm the same on the Tiki Tokies now because I've but I'm not saying that because I'm going to make videos <laughs> because I literally don't know what I'm doing. I just have that account to follow Joanne. But if you've got a Tiki Toki account and you want me to follow you because you think you make interesting beer-related content I might like. Help me curate my perfect uh, lane of videos. So, yeah, let me know and uh, let us know if you if you want us to check out other breweries and speak to them. Joanne, where can people find you? Um, if you want to come find me personally, I am at A Woman's Brew on Facebook, Instagram and the Twitter um, for my beer school, Love Beer Learning. And if you want to come and see me doing some home brewing, um, if you want to see my Tiki Tokies, I am at Love Beer Learning on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Tiki Tokies. Um, I have found craft beer TikTok. I'm very excited. I found it. Making it a thing. <laughs> I am there. <laughs> Uh, I'm talking to at the Steam Machine Brewery. They're doing brilliant stuff. Go check them out on, on the Tiki Tokies. Um, we are also on Pinterest, um, and that is at Love Beer Learning. Or you can come to the website, lovebeerlearning.co.uk, and you can email us here at the podcast and for my beer school at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. So come and check us out and come and check out my classes if you want to learn a bit more about beer. Come in the beer tent. I'm in the beer tent. Join the beer tent. All the cool kids are in the beer tent. (laughs)
Right, on that note... I'm going to go finish the rest of this. I'm going to finish these bits. Incredible. Yeah. So, cheers, Joanne. Cheers.